If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? Welcome to episode 159 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh. On this very, very special episode, we got a special guest from in the Player 2 spot today. Old school, you gotta tell, like, I, I didn't even really ask what you like to go by, man. Like, I know your name is Josh, same as me, yeah, yeah. but you're, I found you on Instagram. What? Give us, give us just the shout out right away. What's the Instagram? Yeah, so uh, I'm old school game collector on Instagram and YouTube. And, but uh, yeah, my name's Josh, Joshua, whatever you feel like call me. If you like to differentiate us, you can call me Joshua and you can stay Josh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, an old, old school, old school game collector is uh, is my name on Instagram. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Well, guys, that music you just heard was from On Being Human. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. Remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. And if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Pick up something awesome like Console Wars or Ready Player One. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. You can save yourself $10 at checkout by going to n64josh.com slash OPC. And if you'd like to get yourself an extra podcast for just a dollar, Go to patreon.com slash n64josh. With that, we are going to just jump right into the interview. So here we go. Here we go. That was really good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't that's why I don't podcast. (laughs) I don't know if you're reading that or if it was memorized, but whatever it was, that was awesome, dude. Well, I say it about about three times a week, three or four times a week already. So, you know, it's just kind of it's just kind of in my in my brain. But so basically I was on Instagram and was looking through the uh, the gaming section and came across a bunch of your stuff and, you know, Dropped a few likes, dropped a couple comments, and then I was like, you know, I'm just going to shoot this guy a message. Like, I once I saw the beard and all the Nintendo stuff, I was like, is is this is this my brother from another mother? You know, like what's what's going on here? So, um, so I just thought, hey, what the heck? Let's see. And you were like, yeah, let's do it. So that was yesterday, and here we are today. <laughs> we only had an hour of technical difficulties getting trying to get Discord to work. We're actually on uh, Skype, which I never use, but hey, you know, we're we're doing I'd update it. it. Yeah, because I haven't used Skype in five years. <laughs> right. But m- mama, we made it. Yeah, we even have the same mug. I'm not using it currently, but I have the same oh. Super Nintendo mug. So like Oh nice, man. And, <laughs> as you let's just start. If you guys are just listening, if you're not watching this, there is what'd you say, fifteen? Well now sixteen. You just opened a complete inbox GameCube, right? Is there sixteen consoles behind you now? Yeah, I, I don't actually know the number, but yeah. So I, I have I have like a I have a custom Sega Genesis, a Dreamcast, Super Nintendo. I have uh, the the regular OG uh, Genesis with thirty two thirty two X and Sega CD attached. Nice. Uh, I have a I have a black GameCube, a PS one, a regular Nintendo, 
the old school Nintendo. I have the uh, Donkey Kong Nintendo 64, the, yes. the green Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then I just got this complete in box. I think you can see it. If you're listening, you can't see it, obviously. But uh, this challenge set I just got last week. Complete in box, and I just open a GameCube, the Platinum Edition. There's a lot in here, man. And this is uh, so my office is like my retro area, and then like my my living room has like my Xbox One, PS4, Switch, and uh, people may hate this, but I and I also have my Retron out there because I like playing some of my old stuff in HDMI on my big TV. So what is the, do people hate the Retron? I don't know. Is well, that a thing? it's, it's just not, it's not like, you know, it's not a CRT TV. So it's not the way it was meant to look. And when you take like an eight bit image and you spread it out to a 65 inch, you know, HD TV, it just can look pretty bad. That's why I like, um, I'm, I'm terrible with aspect ratios, but I think it's 16 by nine, right? It's yep. like, yeah, so that's why like the Genesis collection we were talking about that earlier that just came out on the Switch. That's why that like shrinks in the screen and allows you to kind of yeah, see it to in four by three. Yeah. So yeah. so and I don't know if this is the case for every TV, but like for my sixty inch Samsung, I can change the picture size to four by three so that when I put when I hook up a system to it, an old system, it yeah because the sixty four man you stretch that that mud out oh. and it's so bad, you know, so, oh. um, it, you know, terrible, I, but I just ordered today limited run games. They sent an email out saying they had, a. you have to have the original super Nintendo, not the, not the newer model, but the original one. And it's, oh, yeah. a, it's an HDMI adapter for it. And it was 30 bucks. That's awesome. Yeah. So, that and it's super awesome. Yeah. The picture looks great. Cause I have, I mean, you know, there's, uh, I've got the cla- I've got the little classic, you know, right? It hooks up, no yeah. problem. But like, I want to be able to play Turtles in Time and and some stuff like that on stream, you know. And it, I've never Tur- played Chrono dude. Trigger, so I really want to get that uh, and play that. Turtles in Time, bro, it's sitting <laughs> on my desk. Seriously, I to me, like I, you know, obvious, obviously, everyone has an opinion, but I think Turtles in Time is the greatest beat 'em up of all time. There's no beat 'em up I like more. I I do love the Simpsons arcade game just because Marge gets to hit people with her vacuum cleaner. That's pretty dope. (laughs) But uh, Turtles in Time is my favorite. Like still to this day, man, playing Turtles in Time beat em up is the best. Oh, yeah. I just love it. Dude, it's cool. I mean, I I spent so much time with Turtles 2, the arcade game, that like (laughs) – uh, to from not that I don't like I love Turtles in Time, but I think it's just the amount of time I spent. That was the first game I ever like stayed up all night and like watched the sun come up while I was like oh, yeah. defeating Shredder for like the tenth time. <laughs> you know, well, I mean? you're uh, you're wise for skipping the first one <laughs> and not breaking NES controllers while you're trying to make it through the freaking water level, dude. Which is the worst level ever. Yeah, the the dam right, <laughs> having to do the bombs. Like, yeah, I had it down at electric seaweed oh dude as a kid though i was like i mean you had very few game options for me me anyway i had very few game options so it was like okay i I got turtles i got all the way to the technodrome that was the furthest i ever made it and but due to religious parents i only had a 45 minute playtime of uh so it was like okay i can leave this on and hope that it's, uh, you know, my mom doesn't shut it off or, yeah. you know, and that was it. And it All was right. like, you know, you want to hear one of the, so this, this is a great story that someone posted on my Instagram, probably maybe a year ago, but I was asking essentially like, uh, like biggest memories growing up with, 
retro video games, so like the NES or the Super Nintendo. And a and a guy inboxed me. This is amazing, man. He said he was only allowed to have uh, like one game at a time. His parents would buy him a game. And the only way they would buy him a new game is if he beat that game. Well, you want to know? I think I think he said the second or third game his parents ever bought him no. was Super Ghouls and Ghosts. No. Like, like <laughs> arguably the top 10 hardest video games of all time. Yes. And then, then you beat the game and it goes, psych, you got to beat the whole freaking game one more time <laughs> to actually beat it. And he said, needless to say, he had two or three Super Nintendo games for like ever. Like oh, he never no. got to get another one. I was like, your parents definitely did some research and they knew. Yeah. I'm going to give you the hardest game ever so we don't have to spend more money on video games. Isn't that ridiculous, dude? Dude, so probably the hardest game that I completed on Super Nintendo was Super Empire Strikes Back. That was like, and I got that on Christmas Eve and I played it all the way till 5 a.m. that next morning. And like, and then we had to like we had to leave for a trip or something. So like I didn't get to play it again for like a week. So I'm like I got to get this in, you know. And it was like yeah. you'd get to the like the second world or whatever, you know, the second part of Hoth, and it was like game over. Okay, let's yeah. Uh, all, let's, all, let's, all three of those were pretty tough, man. Yeah, they were brutal. They were they, yeah. They, they were brutal. So well, let's let's kind of just take a trip down memory lane here. Like we'll uh, kind of get to know you. Get to get like you know just your gaming history, that kind of stuff. Like where did it start with you? And it's okay if it's not Nintendo. Like I mean, if it was you know Atari, the arcades, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like where did it all begin? Yeah, so it all began with Nintendo, man. Um, and I. I have like faint memories of it, but we actually have some old video footage of me playing my Nintendo. But uh, I was it was ni- 1990. I was four years old and we uh, we had opened all of our Christmas presents and there was not a Nintendo uh, under the tree. And after we had finished opening them all, my dad was like, oh, you know what? I think uh, I think your grandma uh, has one more gift for y'all. And I have an older brother. Um, and my dad brings out this last gift and man, lo and behold, we opened up the, uh, the regular NES, the Nintendo, um, action set. So like we had the zapper and duck hunt and man, that day was the first day I played a video game. Orange, gray or orange. Uh, dude, I think mine's gray. I have it in my, oh no, it's not. It's orange. Yeah. Okay. I won't, I won't um, judge you. I won't judge you. (laughs) Yeah. I have the orange. (laughs) Um, so, so yeah, that was like my first, first time ever. I still remember like playing, um, Mario brothers that Christmas. And we have video of like me, like this, you know, this close to the TV. Cause I was just so, uh, enamored by, by Mario. So that was my, yeah, my first game ever. My first console ever was an NES when I was four years old. And the really cool thing is, man, um, I still have that exact NES to this day. So I have a, I never got rid of it. It's still mine. It's the one that's set up behind me that I play with. Um, so, yeah, that was my first foray into video games. It was the NES. But after that, my dad and I spent – there was a bowling alley by my house. And we would go there, and that's where I would play arcade games. But to be honest, for a long time, it was really pinball. Like I remember – Probably around junior high, Jurassic Park came out, and I played so much freaking Jurassic Park pinball. <laughs> um, but those are some of my earliest, earliest memories of gaming. But no, Nintendo was the first company that ever, um, ever had my heart. I just, I'm so I'm 32, so I was kind of like right after Atari um, in that era, and I never, I didn't have a Sega Genesis as a little kid because my friend did. So we kind of like I was the Nintendo guy. 
he was the Sega guy and we would like switch off who was going to play at whose house. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did something very similar. I had a, I had a buddy who he, well, he had everything like <laughs> they lived on like this, Same here. this massive horse ranch. Like it was like, oh, okay. Gosh. Yeah. So it was, you know, that was the place to go. Cause it was like, yeah, we're never getting bored here, you know. Yeah, and his mom never kicked us outside. That was the that was the beauty of it. Oh, she never. Awesome. She yeah, was you didn't like, have a forty five minute religious parent <laughs> yeah. uh, telling you to. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So my my friend right down the road, man. I still remember this, and to this day, it's like I've only seen I've only seen like a, a CIB one time in good condition. Jaguar, an Atari Jaguar. Okay. Um, and that's like the system I would love to get one day and, and like have, but, uh, I still remember my buddy had the Atari Jaguar. No one did like, it was just oh, not yeah. a thing. I've never even and seen the, one. Um, dude. In the amount of hours that we played, uh, mutant football league was just, <laughs> uh, insane. But so I still remember like the Atari Jaguar when I was a little kid too. And dude, it was a dope system. I think it was just a little before it's time. If I remember right. So it just didn't, it just didn't do well. It obviously absolutely tank but you need to google it just to see the, what the box looks like the box is so awesome well i remember the commercials i remember the seeing it in gaming magazines you know like the uh uh the Scott chat Ball. the chat pad on the uh, controller and stuff you know like yeah and so uh but never never i mean no, nobody i knew had one like i probably saw one in toys r us maybe but it was you know like it wasn't nintendo and i was like i was so I just once I once I got my NES, all my love for Atari went away, kind of like it was like, all right, that was yeah. that was fun. But it's not Mario. You know, it's I, yeah. have, a, I have a sickness. No, I, get it. I have a sickness. So <laughs> so what were some of your favorite games from back in the uh, back in that time? You know, like on the NES, what were what were some of your favorites? Yeah. So obviously the, there's the typical answers, right? I think everyone, my, so my favorite Mario of all time is the fake Mario. Um, so Doki Doki Panic, Love Mario it, 2. I it's swear, my favorite Mario of all time. Guys, this, this, I'm, I'm telling you, I literally think we were separated at birth, me and this guy. Dude, like, this is, this is really cool. I'll, <laughs> I'll show you, I'll show you for the, for the video chat so you can see it. So this, this, uh, this girl in Denmark just made this. I don't know if you can see it well. That's awesome, but it's, dude. She handmade it. It's a 3D shadow box yeah. of Super Mario Brothers 2. But so Super Mario Brothers 2 is my it, like to this day my favorite Mario game of all time. Um, I like it's the game I still go back to and I play frequently. Um, like it just does not get old. Even the music to me is like the best. Um, so Mario Two is like my my jam. Um, I I loved like Tech, Techno Super Bowl was a super fun game, except for when people picked Bo Jackson and you wanted to kill them. <laughs> Sweep right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, it was ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I dude, I loved like uh like uh, Ducktales. I was a huge Ducktales fan. Pretty much, I like, swear, you're literally yeah. just describing my my childhood right now. Keep going. I'm I'm just curious yeah, what's going to be next. Dude, I love Darkwing Duck. Like Darkwing Duck was one of my favorites. Um, and then, uh, but, uh, you know, I had I had Ghouls and Ghosts, which was always just depressing because um, I realized how sucky I was at video games. And, man, I'll be honest. I'm one of those guys who really I, like I really loved Mega Man, but I was so bad at Mega Man. Mm. And um, so I still like have like some nostalgia with Mega Man, especially Mega Man 2. But I just I was never I was never really any good at it. Um, I, I, I literally have a few games right in front of me. So I was a huge fan of adventure Island. Oh yeah. Um, uh, even though honest, so I did a review of it on my YouTube page. 
it's really not that great of a game when you go back to it, man. Um, I think I think nostalgia can cover a multitude of sins. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of games that yeah. I look back at that are still fond. I'll give you an example. Um, I loved Gremlins 2. Um, and But that is strictly because I had an Albertsons uh, maybe like three miles from my house, which is an old grocery store. And they had this itty-bitty video section and once a week, I think it was Wednesdays or Fridays, you could rent a game for a day for a dollar. Um, and I rented Gremlins 2 over and over <laughs> and over and over, mostly because I just really love that movie. So, right. yeah, that's a that's a that's a few of them. I you know, I have really fond memories of uh, right next to me. I actually still like my original copy of Final Fantasy, the original, yeah. um, which, again, like you go back and play that game now, it's it's a little freaking ridiculous. So like if I remember correctly, the very last level of the game, you have to fight four bosses before the main boss and you can't like go back. Like you got to keep doing it. It was just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but I have like my original boxed uh, copy of it from when I was a little kid. Final fantasy is like my favorite franchise of all time. But uh, yeah, man, those are, those are that's, a few of them. That's where we differ right there. Cause I've never, I've never RPGs at all. I mean, Pokemon Yellow and Xenoblade Chronicles 2. <laughs> so those are the two I've completed. <laughs> Dude, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was really, really good. Oh, I, I loved it, man. I love it. Yeah. But like I'm they always mess with me in my in my uh, community and stuff because like I typically don't pay attention during tutorials. I'm just like like, you know, just tap an that A like one to skip. Come on, let's get out of here. <laughs> I had not created any orbs. Right. The, the, oh, even yeah. in chat right now, Kirby's saying he doesn't know how to read. Right. So um, they're trying to teach me. But yeah, so I didn't know how to make orbs. So I would get to a boss and I'm like, oh, I'm too under leveled. And I would just go grind and get like 10 more oh, levels gosh. and then come back and then finally beat it. And at some point, somebody in my my Twitch chat was like, how come you're not creating orbs? I'm like, I don't you're not even speaking English to me right now. What are you talking <laughs> about? So, yeah, that that game that game's. I mean, a lot more complicated than it looks on the surface. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. And the truth is, dude, I, I played 84 hours. I still haven't beaten it. So I'm 84 hours in and still haven't finished the game. Oh, you got to complete that one, man. Like, yeah, it's I know it's good, dude. It's good. And then once you and yeah. once I learned how to do the orbs, I was even that much more into that game. I was like, oh, this the 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 battle system is so much more complex and like, cause at first I was like, why am I not swinging my sword? Like what is wrong with this game? You know, like what, what is the deal here? And then it all, it all kind of made sense. So, <laughs> but, Oh, that's awesome. So how about the, uh, like I'm looking at, like, I kind of have, uh, he's going to be our featured, uh, uh, one of our featured creators guys on n64josh.com. And so I kind of, ha- I have the, uh, I have my, my little notes here. I'm kind of cheating, but it says the, the SNES is your favorite console of all time. So let's talk what? about like, was that, uh, was that a, another Christmas kind of deal or? Yeah. So, it, I mean, there's no, there's like no rival to the Super Nintendo for me. Um, I think it's the greatest console of all time. Um, part of that probably has to do with our difference of opinion on RPGs. I think it's the greatest RPG era of video game history. A lot of people will argue the PS1 because um, it had uh, some really, really great uh, RPGs as well. But yeah, man, the Super Nintendo was like the console that stole my heart. Um, I think probably part of that has to do with I probably got it when I was around like eight or nine. So, and I think that's the, that's kind of like the, um, sort I'm looking for. It's like that, that perfect age of, you oh, know, yeah. you're, you can understand it. Right. I think, you know, at four, I just, 
you know, I'd fall and die and be like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to go play outside. Right, right. Um, but I think like eight to 13 is when I had my Super Nintendo. Maybe a little later, because I think I got my Nintendo 64 when I was like 14 or 15. Um, but I remember just, yeah, man, that era. First of all, pr- probably arguably the greatest box-in game of all time, Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, it's it's a perfect game, really. Like the game is is so amazing. So the fact that like a a, a console would even be uh, bundled with that at launch was like mind boggling. Um, so that game just captured my heart. But again, I love RPGs. So like Chrono Trigger, Secret of Mana, um, Final Fantasy three slash six is probably in my top five favorite video games of all time. Um, I freaking love Breath of Fire one and two. Um, uh, true story, dude, dude, to this day, I've never played past number two because the 16 bit era was so good. I think three came out on the, maybe, maybe the PS one. I, I can't remember. I think it's PS one. I see. Um, so yeah, man, I just, that era of games, I remember even like people were ripping, uh, the game doom to shreds because it was just so bad on console. And I was like, I don't care. It's a red cartridge. It's the coolest <laughs> thing ever, you know, like, <laughs> right. And I, and I, and dude, and I think if I remember correctly, it was like 10 extra dollars. I think it was more expensive than any <laughs> Nintendo game on the market. Um, but even dude, even like um, the movie tie in games back then were great. Like I loved Lion King, which was hard as crap. Yeah. Um, I loved Aladdin. Um, so Batman uh, Returns. Yeah, this, yeah. Oh, and I, <laughs> dude, I'm going to get in trouble here, too. That may be up there with my favorite Batman movie of all time. So I, I'm a huge I'm a huge Tim Burton and Danny Elfman fan. So pretty much anything Danny Elfman does the score for, I'm I'll be into the movie. So yeah. but yes, that that game is freaking fantastic. So did 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 that game blow your mind when you first run into Selena Kyle and she's being uh like she's being held hostage by that clown. And if you shoot the wall with your grappling hook, you can pull the wall out on him and it takes almost all of his health away. Oh, dude, I I'll be honest. I don't remember, but that's awesome (laughs) because that's what, that's how it happens in the movie. Right? Like, yeah. yeah, And so I was like, I wonder if this, because the first few times I played it, I just fought him like normal and it takes forever. And it's your typical, like, uh, you know, final fight. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, they're, they're, their health bar is in purple and then it turns green and then it, and then it finally starts, it hits yellow and then slowly moves down. Well, if you yeah. shoot that grappling hook and pull, you'll pull a huge chunk of wall out and it'll, it'll smack him in the back and take his health to yellow right away. And then it's just a real quick battle. I was like, this is the most amazing thing ever. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't awesome. need anything else at this point. <laughs> yeah. I love it, man. And then, uh, L- L- Lufia two is an old RPG. That was one of my, to this day is one of my favorite games. I just completed it again this last year. And hmm. I remember why I, I loved it so much. So anyways, yeah, that, that like, what about like super uh, Metroid, games. like super Metroid. Yeah, I love super. It's I, I this is this is very shameful of me. <laughs> super Metroid is the last Metroid game I've ever played. I never played any Metroid Prime game. Um, and I just I feel so like there's so much shame to say, like, Wait. you're an old school game collector. 
We gotta go. This is, this is this is done. We I gotta go. We're, <laughs> I know, we're, dude. It's bad. It's really bad. No, it's okay. It, Look, every everybody that listens to this is always disappointed by the games I've never played. So you're in good company, my friend. You're yeah, in, you're in good company. There's just there's so many good games, man. Like, right. I, you'll you'll never get you'll never get to them all. It's just not possible. But yeah, yeah man. And to and to this day, again, probably not popular opinion. I think Super Mario Kart's the greatest Mario Kart of all time. Um, I just, I'll never forget like those four levels that you could play in battle mode. And I played so many hours of, uh, battle mode on super Mario Kart. I just, I love that game. And I know they've improved it and there's great with super Mario or Mario Kart eight is a great game, but, and I think double dash is kind of like the unanimous people think that's like the greatest Mario Kart of all time, but super Mario Kart, man, it's where my heart lies. Donkey Kong country, probably one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. Oh Yeah. Yeah, but man, there's just there's so many great games. The man, the first Star Fox game. Yep. Do you remember like the FX chip? Oh like, yeah, that of course. Buddy's mine. Yeah. yeah, like so 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 good. Man. Oh yeah. Zero. Yeah, you can just talk about Star Fox in the on the playground with like all the Sega kids. You're like, oh, do you have anything uh, like that? Oh, you don't. <laughs> oh, you have blast processing. Too bad it can't do this. You know. <laughs> now you look at it, you're like, it kind of doesn't look that great, but it was super fun. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And then um, and then I I think I, I, I told you this earlier and we were going through 56 minutes of uh, problem solving to get this freaking podcast working, um, right. <laughs> which most of it was probably my fault in Internet connections. But all of that to say, I've been I've been going back and playing like, like the Sega Genesis collection on the Switch, so like 16 bit era, man. And I'm addicted to Shining Force right now. I beat Shining Force the first one in two days. Um, like during my like Christmas holiday and now I'm on Shining Force 2. If if your listeners have never played those games and they like like Fire Emblem, uh, those kind of like tactical RPGs, man, or like Final Fantasy Tactics, Shining Force is so good. So good. Hmm. It's really good, man. Yeah, I jumped into that to uh, that that collection. And to me, I, I immediately went to like Shinobi and Sonic and, you know, stuff yeah, yeah. like Gunstar Heroes was like, yes, of course, the only game I want on there that doesn't make it was uh, General Chaos. That's like my 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 favorite Sega game. It. It's so like I don't even know what it is. Yeah, a lot of people don't. And it's it's kind of yeah. one of those. I To me, it 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 is a it's one of those tactical like those. um kind of those those strategy like you've got you have uh five different characters and they're okay. it's uh it's kind of based i would say like it's definitely it's kind of like 80s like um like rambo you know that was kind of uh, the that I was kind of the time period but then like so like you had one guy that looked like rambo that had a machine gun that was short range so you had to get him within two spaces of the the enemy you had a guy with a flamethrower but if you walk through the water when he got out he'd shoot bubbles instead of his flamethrower right but then when he I caught somebody it. on fire just their 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 lower section burned and they just looked down like what and so the the graphics are really goofy like definitely check it out like it's okay it's one of those ones that like i'm always looking for i finally found it in one of my stores but it was like an import and i'm like no i want the original you know like i want the uh so um yeah yeah but i was i was like kind of game come on get on there but nope it didn't make it didn't make it i don't even know who made it or anything it was just one of those random games like my rental store had it you know and so we would rent it all the time when i would hang out with my buddy so um that's awesome but so where to go from from super nintendo then i'm 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 guessing just 64 gamecube all you know kind of just down the line 
Yeah, but 64 was kind of where my love for Nintendo started to kind of uh, <laughs> kind of take a split. I, so I uh, my memories of the 64 were so my friends were getting it before I did. Growing up, we, we, we just didn't have a ton of money. And so we were always very late to the console game. So I had friends who had Nintendo 64. I still remember, man, like one of my good buddies got it launch. And I think launch it only had three games, right? It was like the worst launch in the history of Nintendo. It had Super Mario 64, Pilot Wings, and maybe one other game, and I can't remember what it was. Yeah, off the top of my head, I don't even remember. Like, it was well, it know, was pretty small. I, I know for certain it was Mario 64 and Pilot Wings. Yeah, those are the two I remember and, as well. Yeah, and my and my buddy got it, and uh, so I remember, like, he got it, like, opening week, and I went and stayed the night over there, and, <laughs> and bro, I freaking love Pilot Wings. I played so much of that game. Um, which is ridiculous. Like who would ever thought like a simulator of me in a rocket pack or an airplane would be a cool <laughs> game, but uh, I really liked pilot wings. So that, uh, so that was like first memory. Second memory was, um, uh, I'm not sure what year in the, in the console console's life that golden eye came out, but I remember my buddy getting golden eye split screen at his house. And then finally, um, my uncle worked for a pawn shop. Mm. And my mom came home one day with a Nintendo 64 and Super Mario 64. Yes. And um, man, it just Super Mario 64 was mind blowing back then. Like, um, and dude, I'll tell you, worst memory I will never forget, which to this day makes my blood boil. uh, I had 120 stars, beat the game, and my sister deleted my game file. And I'll never forget it, man. And, you know, it's it's one of those things where sometimes that'll really, really tick you off. And then there's like games that are special like that one where it kind of makes you excited that you can go back and do it again. Mm. So I just beat that game for the first time last year. Oh my goodness, man. Did you love it? Uh, the controls were, you know, like after playing Odyssey and stuff, it was like, okay, this is, this is, this camera kind of sucks sometimes. And you know that, like, I, if I if I remember correctly, dude, I think that game was delayed almost two full years because, uh, like, Miyamoto uh, wanted to redo the controls. He was such a, a perfectionist about the camera, and it just wasn't working up to his standards. So I think they like pushed it and pushed it and pushed it. Oh yeah, they, they delayed the the, the release of the console because of the because of him wanting to get that game. Um, yeah perfect you know get it let it give it a little more time in the oven you know so yeah it, it, i think that era oh sorry what are you saying oh similar thing happened to me my uh my little brother erased my donkey kong country that was at like 98 <laughs> percent you know mm. i had to use that vhs tape you know that came, it was like oh there's some secrets on here <laughs> oh gosh that stinks man yeah you know and and again probably pretty pretty unpopular opinion i just think out of, out of, I love my Nintendo 64. I still have great memories with it. I think out of all the consoles out there, it, it in my opinion, it aged the worst. It's one of the hardest consoles to go back and play those games because it was just it was so polygonal. Um, it, it just it's just tough. Like that's a tough system for me to go back. I have a lot of nostalgia with it, but it's not necessarily my favorite console to go. Like I'm not most weeks. I'm not like, man, I want to boot up my N64 and play Mario 64 again. You know, like I'm like, no, I'm going to boot up Mario two or Mario three and I'm going to play that. So, um, but again, that's when I deviated. That's when like I went PS one and N64 
and I for I fell in love with the PlayStation One. Um, so still stayed a Nintendo guy, still am to this day. Um, but that was when I first started getting PlayStation. I've and I've gotten a PlayStation every console generation since as well. Interesting, interesting. Uh, I mean, I can kind of see that, especially being into to RPGs. I mean, the sixty four was kind of lacking in that department, if I remember correctly, right? Terrible. Yeah, I mean, maybe one of the worst consoles in history. Quest sixty four is one of the worst games ever created. <laughs> Um, so tell yeah, me how you really feel. That. No, really tell me. <laughs> it, it's so bad, man. It's so, if I meet someone who thinks quest 64 is a bad game, like it's like someone telling me that they don't love the office. I'm like, I'm suspect of your character and we can't be friends, but no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, it was bad. And a lot of that had to do with Nintendo, uh, completely ticked off all those developers, man. Yeah. So none of them went to the N64 and they all went to the PlayStation. So, uh, but yeah, the PS one, I think I said this earlier, like arguably Super Nintendo best era of RPGs. I think the PlayStation one would maybe be the next argument there. Um, Final Fantasy seven alone would probably win it for most people. But um, I'd argue it's not the greatest Final Fantasy, but I don't want to open up that uh, floodgate right now and get hate mail. (laughs) What's your Twitter? Because they're going (laughs) to they're going to come after you. Can you remove that for the podcast? This is live crap. You probably just got like people commenting already saying, I hate him. Um, I, and, and don't get me wrong. I love Final Fantasy VII, but it doesn't matter. If you tell people that's not your favorite, it's like you just murder their mother. You know, like, oh, my goodness. I've never dude. played it, so I have so, no dog in this fight. Like, um. Oh, cool. Well, <laughs> but if you play a PlayStation 1 era, play play Final Fantasy IX. It's, it is a very special special game so good man i did get that it was back. i got that ps1 classic or whatever i got it real cheap at target so that was the only reason oh, cool. i picked it up <laughs> there's two good games on it so have fun um, <laughs> <laughs> you know a piece of hardware sucks bad when it gets uh lowered in price by 40 dollars in the first like six weeks right like oh man no, there's some good games on there. I have I have mine right next to me actually. I haven't even I haven't even opened it. Um, but that's the I best just, way to keep I, it, probably. Just don't open it. I it, well, and the truth is, man, like I I probably own all of these games, but the real copies. <laughs> right. um, so I'm just like I don't I don't even know. Except for Jumping Flash, what the frick is that? You're the PlayStation One, and you put Mr. Driller, and you put Jumping Flash on your greatest hits, like. I don't. Anyways, I don't get it. Wild Arms is fantastic. Though. It's a great game. But this <laughs> My, isn't a PlayStation podcast. Uh, Super Nintendo from the chat says Final Fantasy series has way too much reading for N64, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's, well, and especially I said play nine. Don't play nine. That's like all dialogue. Um, but it's a it's a great game. That's awesome. Too much reading. If you play Xeno Chronicles, Xenoblade Chronicles too, I'm proud of you, man. You that's a that's a lot. But oh, I guess there's I, voice acting. I, that's what I, I got you. I loved it, dude. I loved it. Yeah. Like it was don't forget me, you know, by the power of friendship. Like those things will forever be drilled in my mind. Yeah. So so yeah. you know, then GameCube, I mean GameCube PS2, like I mean yeah. So I went, I, man, I went PS2 first and, uh, I'll tell you this, this is, uh, well, it was out first, right? That was out like a year. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So, but I was a PS2. I like, I was, that's what I was waiting for. You know what I mean? Like when they announced GameCube, they like that, that was, that took up less real estate in my mind for excitement. I just didn't, but I'll tell you this, this is, um, I remember buying it and I remember the moment and I was in, uh, I grew up in Sarasota, Florida. I was walking the mall and I walked by an EB games at the time. I believe, I don't think it was GameStop yet. Um, it was EB games and in the, in the like, display window was wind waker it had just come out and uh i was like man that looks that like that cell shaded art is right up my alley and i walked into gamestop i asked how much a gamecube was i didn't have enough cash and a guy walked in to trade in his gamecube and i was this is so tool bag of me i just looked at the guy and i was like look i'll pay you ten dollars more than whatever they're going to give you for trade in I'll buy it from you right now. And no joke, that guy followed me to an ATM at the mall. I got the cash out and I bought his GameCube in Wind Waker. Uh, So that's how I got it. Wind Waker pretty much sold me on the console as a whole. So that was how I got my GameCube. Wind Waker. Uh, Hey, I love that (laughs) game. If it it wasn't EB Games or GameStop, I wouldn't have done that. If it's like a local game (laughs) store, like I'm going to let them get the love. But when it's the Walmart of video games, screw you. I'm getting the game. <laughs> so, well, there so goes that, that sponsor. Sale. Sorry, guys. Uh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I'm joking. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. I just got fired from a podcast I don't even run. Um, so, anyways, yeah. So, that's how I got my GameCube, man. It was like strictly, strictly for, for Wind Waker at the time. Now, I still have the one that I bought. I just, man, I, that's why I never played Metroid Prime. I just never really got into. The GameCube, and if if people out there find me on Instagram and want to give me a list of games to go for that'll sell me on it, please do because I'll buy them and I'll play them and try to give it a you know a go. But um, even though I just got that platinum GameCube that you saw me open right before we started this podcast, <laughs> so oh uh, yeah, yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> <laughs> so. GameCube seems like you know it wasn't too much for you, and then that's fine. You know, I mean the the. The PS2, I mean that 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 system was, I mean, unbelievable. A lot of people loved it. I remember like when it when it launched, and like that was right around the time of eBay, and people were reselling those things for like eight hundred to a thousand dollars on eBay. You know, it was it was nuts. Um, So, I mean, did the Wii do anything for you then? You know, so I got I got one at launch, uh, which was really hard to come by. I don't know if you remember that. Oh yeah, it took me a year. Yeah, it was sold out everywhere, everywhere for a really, really long time. And uh, I I can't remember exactly what made me buy it, but I do remember that I had like may, maybe had just started dating the person I'm married to now. We've been married 10 years. And that I, I thought to myself, this is a maybe a console we could play together. That was like my thinking at the time. And sure enough, man, it was genius. Like putting Wii Sports in there was gold oh, because yeah. – you don't you like the fact that it's it was just natural hand motions to what you would want to do anyways what a brilliant way to sell a console right like oh how do i hit the baseball i'm gonna swing it like a baseball bat you know um so i went for the wii and then and i'll tell you this too man i think super mario galaxy is probably my second favorite mario game of all time so um, good. so good. and i like it and i like it more than the sequel which is i know that's a little weird for people as well i just the first one was just a to me, it was just magic. Like I remember playing it and just being so into it. Um, 
I think did the first Pikmin come out on the Wii? I think I was into Pikmin as well on the, the Wii. The second one did. Or GameCube, second one. Yeah, yeah. But they did a they did a re-release, right? There was like a re-release with Wii controls. I believe you're correct, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's the first time I played the original Pikmin. So, yeah, I, I was into the Wii. I still, you know, I still have mine and every once in a while I like my wife and I played one of the Mario parties a little while back, but uh, my wife's just not much of a gamer, so uh, to get her to play a game that she's into, man, like I'll, I'll go for it. Right. Like that's a game that I'll pick up. So like we play, <laughs> we play bubble bobble together. That's like our, that's our favorite. That's my favorite, my wife's favorite game of all time. Uh, Tetris. Oh yeah. And then there were like some Wii games. There was this really weird one <laughs> called, do you remember the game Elibits? Oh, that name kind of sounds familiar, but I don't know that I played yeah. it. Good. You shouldn't. Um, no, <laughs> it was like essentially there were like these little creatures that were hiding in places of a house and you like were the trigger and you pointed at them. And it was like a point and click pretty much. But um, I remember like playing hours of that with my girlfriend slash now wife. But so the Wii was pretty much uh, I only got it because it was simple. And um, so I don't have a ton of great memories with that either. And the weird thing is, dude, I got really back on board with Nintendo with the Wii U, which was a terrible mistake because um, it sold 13 million units and was a travesty. Um, but I still kind of love the games on the Wii U, man. Like that that kind of brought me back into Nintendo and then Switch. I have been all in, like yeah. all in. Yeah, I the, love it. Dude, the Wii U was amazing. Like I know it, a lot of people to me, it was like when I got that system and we started playing some of the, the Mario games and everything, it was like, this really felt like it was getting close. Other than the gamepad was a little bit strange having that. But then when you played games like Nintendo land or games that really utilized that, that oh, gamepad that was well, great. it was really yeah. good. Then you had games like star Fox that you were like, why, why yeah. are you like, come on, you, you, you should know better at this point. Yeah. yeah. Super Mario 3d world was unbelievable. And, and and dude, I'll take that one step further. I think Super Mario 3D Land for the 3DS is one of the greatest Mario titles of all time. Uh, I, w- I wish that they could put that on like a, a console so more people have a chance to play that game. Because I'm telling you, if you've never played Super Mario 3D Land, it's the last time I played a Mario game that it came out on a Sunday, which is weird. I still remember. So I was heading home from from work. I work I work at a church. I was leaving my work. I picked up Super Mario 3D Land. I have a love sack. I don't know if you know what that is, but they're weird. And um, I promise that's not an expletive. Um, uh, but <laughs> I really do. I have a love sack. And uh, I, I sat down on my love sack with my 3DS, Super Mario 3D Land. And I played from one in the afternoon till I freaking went to sleep. That game is so, so good. But Super Mario 3D Land and Super Mario 3D World are, are both fantastic. I think it's a little weird that they're putting – uh, what is like Super Mario Deluxe comes out this week, right? Or yeah, on the eleventh. Yeah, and not Super Mario 3D World. I just love 3D World, man. I, do you do you like the Deluxe or what is it? I don't even know what it is. New okay, Super I Mario love Brothers. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Yeah, I love both of those titles. But here's why: mm-hmm. the first one, my and I've uh, I want to let you guys know too. I forgot to do it in the announcements this week uh, or on this episode. But um, my wife and I are going to be streaming that game through to completion and like she will kill me continually and then die laughing right next to me. And I'm stuck in the bubble and she can't compose herself to pop me to get me out of the bubble. So I'm just like, are you, awesome. come on, you know? So, so we played all the way through that and, and 
loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Okay. And can't wait to jump back in again. But then my daughter was six, my youngest, when she completed, uh, she needed my help to, to the, for the final boss in 3D World. That was her mm-hmm. first game that she was totally addicted to and had to play all the way through. And so... Um, so both of those games for me are like they're 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 must owns. And I I can't imagine that 3D World won't be on the switch. I think that getting the 2D Mario uh, since Odyssey has done so well, I think getting the 2D Mario was probably a, a good choice, especially this time of year. The, for uh, sure. There could be you know, come late summer, real, you know, real like early fall, that kind of stuff. There could be a spot for 3d world or they may use it for next January. Like it may be, I mean, Mario's going to sell, right? So if they, they throw it in that January spot, it's like, it's people that have never played it, which is a lot of people uh, are in for, in for a good time. I posted on my, uh, which was super interesting. I was posted. I don't know if you see this, but I posted on my Instagram uh, maybe a few days ago now, just a mock artwork of Super Mario Galaxy for the Switch. That's the photo that we started that I first found. Yeah, you on, right there. Yeah. And dude, uh, like 448 comments like people want that. So oh, yeah. if they like I, man, imagine if and I don't think Nintendo would do this because they know they'll make money if they separate them. But if they did like a 3D collection. Oh, yeah. Mario you know All Stars I mean? HD. Like, yes bro and it was like super mario 3d world mario galaxy one mario galaxy two like i'm in i'll pay 60 bucks day one i like i'll pre-order that junk with no pre-order bonuses um so but uh yeah i mean i just love that i'm looking up at my wii u game that's what i was looking at right now to think like what were some other ones that i just absolutely loved man you know what game was garbage (laughs) you want me to open this floodgate again um mario tennis ultra smash was the worst did you did you did you loved it, didn't you? No, I bought it at a yard sale for two bucks, so it's in my collection, oh. but I never played it. Gosh, don't. It is <laughs> uh that was a bad game. But um man, I love the NES remix pack too. That was so much fun. But yeah, I, so I love the Wii U. I was all in, man. Like that that kind of brought me back on Nintendo. And um I so I traveled full time for um with music for six years. Um I was a Side note, this is really random. I was a Vegas Week finalist on America's Got Talent in 2008. Um, yeah, true story, because nothing's better than Pierce Morgan uh, judging you. Um, cool. Uh, and Jerry Springer hosting. What the heck, dude? Um, but it was a free trip to Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was awesome. I started, So Pierce Morgan's exact words to me, first song I did, is he goes, uh, I like it, but he's quite a bit girly. And I was like, cool, dude. You just call me a girl. Awesome. Um, but uh, so right after. You that, should have asked if you wanted to arm wrestle. Uh, <laughs> or debate anything because he. Anyways, if you're a Pierce Morgan fan, sorry. We're sorry. Not, sorry, not sorry. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so we traveled full time for six years with music right after that. And man, I'll like if the switch was out during that era, how perfect, you know? So I just look back, I'm like, that would be brilliant. So I still travel about 14 to 16 weeks a year with music. Like I leave next week for Pittsburgh Mm. and switch just changed everything, man. Everything. It's changed the game. Yeah, dude. It's so, it's just so it's dude. I was on an airplane uh, like two or three weeks ago playing super smash brothers, like unreal, like unreal that we can do that now, you know? Is there is there any games on the Switch that your wife's into? Um, what have we played together? Um, 
man mario party little, or carnival we, games we or anything? a little bit of mario kart okay um uh, no man my my wife is just not it's just not really her cup of tea like yeah. she she's totally cool that it is mine right right um but no nah, my my wife is like uh she's a reader um she's she, she's awesome but she she likes tea and crafts she's like 90 but she's 32 you know um and a beautiful 32 90 year old but she <laughs> yeah video games aren't her cup of tea bro i bought her a nintendo ds once the pink one with uh the princess peach game oh yeah um she played it and liked it had it in her purse i think maybe just a couple weeks after i bought it for her put a bagel with um, butter from Panera Bread in her purse. Yeah. And the butter ruined her entire system, no. went all over it, no. to the system. No. Yeah. So last time I ever bought my wife a console, that'll never happen again. But Do you, do you um, ever wonder, like, when you're looking at, like, because I just picked up, a, I picked up two lots of games. I picked up a Super Nintendo lot, which had Secret of Evermore, which I'm assuming you may like that. Great game. game. Yeah, see, I, <laughs> I, I, I never even heard of it, but I'm like, best, it also, it had dog uh, in the history of video games. <laughs> there you go. So it also Super had Secret of, uh, Secret of Mana. But I already had that okay. had that. So I was like, oh, this is cool. So, uh, yeah, Super That's Nintendo cool is saying butter and milkshakes. And he's uh, like, because his kids poured a chocolate milkshake into his switch. And so oh that was before cloud yeah. backup. So he lost everything. But you, I look at like this Super Nintendo that came in this lot. It looks like somebody put a cigarette out on it, like or somebody tried to light it on fire. Like I, I always wonder, like, how come it looks like somebody tried to put this game in their sandwich and then Bro, I'm like, grabbing this. <laughs> and I'm like, how does it get like this? How does this happen? All right. So this <laughs> this is so bad. This is the uh, Atari video pinball that came out before the 2600. I got this on offer up. I don't know if you can see how atrocious. Oh, yeah. That thing survived it's, the flood. Like, what did they do? <laughs> and it it smells like that. I don't know why I just sniffed it because God knows where this has been. But that's don't let that get like, so close to your mouth. <laughs> dude, like and I just don't get it. But but isn't there just something kind of awesome, though, about like. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I look back, I'm like, I don't know when this came out, 1976, 75. And uh, what did it go through? You know what I mean? Like, it's just a cool thing. Yeah. You know, I like I like my nice boxes. Don't get me wrong. Um, like I keep mine perfect. But there's cool. It's cool to find those let go and offer up deals where you find like those consoles that are beat the crap. And uh, well, not the console, the box. Yeah. But uh, it's fun to look and wonder. My secret of Evermore box is horrendous because i got on off for up a few years ago okay yeah but this, I, I just don't know i'm like how, where do you like do you store your games with your leftovers is that what happens here like how do these things get like have you did you did you get your hands dirty before you walk before you changed your game out like i sometimes i don't understand like me, I, me either man i don't get it like my hands aren't dirty enough to switch games hang on a second i gotta go get some get some dirt and put barbecue sauce Dude. on them first you know like i don't understand <laughs> you look at these things and you're like what is this it's like yeah like there's <laughs> condiments all over this thing and dna like what is this in DNA? <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Oh, but man, and then like, uh, like, uh, like NES and SNES era of games, like the amount of them that I find with freaking permanent marker on them. <laughs> and it, but the truth is, like, most people I talk to, it's like their mom made them. Yeah, like, I had my, my mom made me put my initials on it, and I'm like, yeah. your mom 
is the worst. So <laughs> you, you know the trick to get it off easy, right? No, I don't. Oh, it's easy? super easy. There's a few things you can do. Uh, Aquanet hairspray and a magic eraser. And if they're if they really are tough, you go over them again with a Sharpie and it re like it, it, it kind of brings the ink back to life. And then you okay. hit them with that Aquanet and that magic eraser that it's gone. Dude. Wow. That's all. Yeah. yeah, I have a few. I only probably about four or five games. I think I have a Wario, maybe a Wario Land three that has like permanent marker. Oh, and I have a Donkey Kong Country three that has the name Andrew across the front. So thank uh, you, Andrew. Yeah. Um, oh, or thank your mom for selling it. I think it's actually the dry erase markers. You go over the Sharpie and that that uh, it has something in it. So anyway, I, I I can I can link you a video that I did. It it like really, yeah. really takes them off. When we travel and you go to retro stores that mm-hmm. put stickers on the old stickers, games, I'm like, what are you? And that's you can blow dryer, right? But like, why would you put a sticker on like a CIB NES game from 1986? Like, why would you do that? Mm-mm. 1987. I just, no. I don't get it, man. Especially if that's your market, like you're selling retro video games, right? And right. you're ruining them. Cool. Sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, hey, man, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Dude, I I, thank you so much for reaching out. And it's it's always so much fun. And I love you're talking about the things that I love so much. I mean, we could talk about this or basketball and I'm all in. So (laughs) right on, man. Right on. Well, tell uh, tell us again where where people can find, uh, um, you know, your Instagram, your YouTube and stuff where they can find it. Yeah. So my, you know, my main page that I keep up to date all the time is Instagram.com slash old school game collector. No weird spellings. There's no K's in there or anything weird. It's just old school game collector. And then uh, I have a YouTube channel that I do for fun. I just kind of post when I feel like it, but it's um, YouTube.com forward slash old school game collector as well. I have a website that I keep up to date every once in a while too. It's just old, old school game collector.com. But Instagram is kind of the place where I'm always plugged in. I try to return messages I try to comment even on everyone's comment just to keep in touch with people, but um, that's my that's kind of my main page. So Instagram.com forward slash old school game collector. Okay. Yeah, and guys go like go check it out. Go give him a follow. Like just really cool collection of 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 games and consoles and everything. Like it's 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 really awesome. So so go check it out. Highly, highly recommend it. I'll have a link for it in the show notes too, so you guys can find it. Um, very, very easily. Guys, you're going to be able to find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, uh, Farmers Only, all those places. It's N64Josh. And uh, of course, the this podcast, if you want to follow it on Twitter, it's at NPowerCast. The show notes for this episode will be N64Josh.com slash npc 159 you can email the show if you got questions or comments it's npc um, at n64josh.com if you use the hashtag ask npc on twitter or instagram i will be searching those before um, we do we go live on tuesdays and thursdays and so use that hashtag and we'll find your questions comments things you want read on the show just to get a little more little more community involvement that way 
And uh, lastly, guys, if you want to pick up a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Again, the chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. You go to n64josh.com slash OPC. You automatically save $10 at checkout. And the Patreon, which the Patreon episodes are going to go out the first Saturday of each month. Uh, it's patreon.com slash n64josh. Just a dollar gets you that extra show. Um, we have an amazing Discord that is... It is blowing up. It's so crazy how many people are in there. We're playing Smash. We're playing Rocket League. We're playing everything. So if you're looking for people to game with, n64josh.com slash Discord gets you in there. The Facebook group is even grown, is is kind of blowing up right now. It's n64josh.com slash Facebook group if you want to hang out there, if that's your if that's your thing. And then lastly, guys, if you can rate and review on iTunes, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Josh, thanks again, man. This was a, this was a blast. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for having me. It's been it's been awesome. Also, Rocket League is so good. Y- yes, I it love is. Rocket League. It is. Love All right, it, man. All right, we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye now. All right, man, it seems like technical difficulties, they kind of all fixed.